I have one question I definitely want to answer. Right? And you have, I know Jason, Jason has one question he definitely wants to answer, right? Yeah, we got, oh yeah, we got a, uh, we got a few. I mean, yours is the, uh, yours is the Alex Jones question, right? <laughs> that's something special for everybody. That's, that's a treat for all. Mm. Agreed. Especially because I really want, I really want him to eventually call a sporting event. I don't care if it's football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, pulled we, uh, like, I pulled like yeah. seven. I pulled like seven questions. I like, but did you? Okay, well, which one? Which? Yeah, two? I, got, I, I got. I got a handful as well. Uh, okay. okay. Do you kind of just? I mean, because there's, it's really like, I mean, on the schedule. Yeah. In terms, even, it's not. It's not real even good. The good. Even the good games, you're like, yeah, that should just be a, just be an ass kicking, right? Yeah. It, like Ryan had suggested doing nothing but questions. I think we should like breeze through the schedule, but this will mostly be questions. Definitely, that's fine. That's fine. Why don't Why don't we flip the normal format where we say Why don't we take a game in between taking questions? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's appropriate. That's the That's the respect this week deserves. All right, uh, we're recording. You can start whenever. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. I am Spencer Hall of SB Nation and EverydayShouldBeSaturday.com. Joining me as always to discuss college football, or in this case, this week, we're pretty much just going to do questions from people. And some of them are college football related and some of them aren't. But this isn't a great week. So this is your show this week. And in between those questions, what we're going to do is we're just going to, you know, occasionally touch on a game or two. Because even the really good games this week are... Um, they're, they're, as the kids say, sus. They're extremely sus, backed, suspicious, because they kind of look like blowouts all over That's, the place. You know, you hope, know, just hope, because Ole Miss is playing a ranked team doesn't mean you got to start ca- casting aspersions. Yeah. Oh, no. this, this is the one exception. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the game that last year gave us fourth and twenty five backwards fumble hail mary. <laughs> to win it all this is Which, this is the this, yeah watch the, this game the None game of the it, others. Th- this is the game that put alabama in the sec championship game and therefore the, playoffs. the most important game of 2015 yep. that turned on the most bullshit play of 2015 <laughs> mm. okay anyway and, sorry. And, what, and, and yeah that's that's the kind of weekend that we hope it is every game's like that it's probably not the way it's gonna be just a little just a fleeting suspicion i have so joining me uh, in this endeavor will be ryan nanny of sbnation.com. Uh, hey, Ryan. Hi, how are you? Gosh, couldn't be better. You? I feel fine. I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> fine. Well, we're not going to talk. We're, I mean, the fact that we have decided we're not going to talk that much about the week is very freeing. Extremely, right? Like I just asked how you were doing. I haven't done that in like three years. Because I think, <laughs> oh, and I know you didn't mean it. I, I, I think the problem, the problem and this is a really shitty complaint with working, uh, writing about college football is that people expect you to like know or care about everything related to college football. And sometimes just like, yeah, man, I got, I got no opinion on some of these games. I'll watch them. Maybe I might not. That's it. Yeah. Gary Danielson. One time I, I came, I walked into Gary Danielson coming out of the booth and we started talking about at the time it was fence, right? With, uh, Tebow and Harvin in the backfield occasionally. And I said, yeah, how do you stop that? You know, you're like the X's and O's guy. He looks at me and he goes, oh, oh I don't know. 
straight up like and it wasn't like it wasn't like wow i'm astonished it was just like why the hell would i know that right who knows that no yeah if you know that a team is probably paying you to apply that knowledge yeah, Gary was like, well, hell if I know, I'm going to go get some cocktail shrimp. I Bye, wish, loser. I wish, I wish Gary had said, I know, but I'll never tell. I'll never tell you. I'll <laughs> never tell you. I'll tell you for a price. For a price. Yeah. Your child. Jason, Jason Kirk, our college football editor, joining us from beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia. Hi, Jason. Hey, what's happening? You have a, you know, I want to start with, you know, you said you get a number of extremely inspiring questions this week. Before we discuss at least three of the games. But you had a, a reader question that you singled out as being pleasurable for everybody. Yeah, this is a good group of questions. Um, first on the list, I think, I mean, I it, phew, man, even if we weren't taking questions, we would have to take this one. Uh, from Catfish Gerald, Mick K. Chuck on Twitter, capable of reaching higher levels of facial redness, Brian Kelly or Alex Jones? Woohoo! <laughs> uh, And there's probably a pretty good argument that these two men are possibly the same person. Ryan, I know you have conducted uh, facial recognition studies that have determined Alex Jones looks like Kevin Wilson. But it's still the same state, though, you know. Same state, same state. We we might want to look into Pete Limbo as well. Is he still at Ball State? I have no idea who Ball State's head coach is. I think he's an offensive (laughs) coordinator somewhere. He'd have to be like special teams coach at Maryland or something, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, wow. that sounds gotta right. Gotta get Alex Jones to look into that. All these coaches leaving the MAC to go be position coaches. Leaving. <laughs> All these coaches going to Maryland. I'm a silverback man. Hey, man. Babies. Notre Dame's chemtrailed in every game. That's all I know. Just, just sputtering along, spewing poison behind it. <laughs> man. Yeah, um... The builder so turf. I, I, the builder turf. <laughs> uh, Brian Kelly, I think, is more capable of facial coloredness because the man can turn any 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 warm color and some cool colors as well. He can turn purple, and that is a special level that not even Alex Jones can achieve, in my opinion. I bet he can go I ultra. Will. I bet he can go ultraviolet. I bet if you got Brian Kelly mad enough, his head would disappear from the visible spectrum. The first thing I thought of when I thought of this question was this morning I had to move a big pile of brush in my front yard uh, to the backyard because the garbage men were going to yell at me if I didn't take it off of the front yard. Not are, they the the only government, are they the only government authority you fear? Basically, they're the only government authority we have. It's not yeah. like the city of Atlanta would ever find me for that, but the garbage <laughs> men live in fear of getting in trouble because somebody might tell them uh, or tell on them that they haven't told me that, right? So I moved it all, pulled a lizard out. There was like a very torpid lizard that was just sort of hanging out. And there it was like, ah, it's 60 degrees. I don't know what to do. And I picked it up and it immediately turned this like Jurassic Park T-Rex shade of like furious red and purple. And I was like, oh, it's like a little avatar Brian Kelly here in my hand. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say you picked it up and, and Alex Jones popped up and he was like, see, the lizard people are taking over. <laughs> They're all over your yard. You drink, you drink that fluoride. Bite its head off. Real flesh and blood lizard people. Can we start calling Notre Dame touchdowns info scores? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes, we can. My okay. other favorite Alex Jones theory, the conspiracy theory about conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, is that he is, in fact, the stand-up, quote, comedian, unquote, Bill Hicks. That oh, yeah, Bill that Hicks is a good one. Just in a real bad mood. Yeah, just in a real bad mood. Also, it's exactly what would have happened to Bill Hicks if he'd lived. He would have become some sort of insane, far-right-wing conspiracy um, theorist. Which website is based on older software, Infowars.com or IndieNation.com? Wow. <laughs> because IndieNation, I actually, I, I talked to a web developer person, and um, the stuff that IndieNation runs on, if you're not familiar, this is the, the, the beating heart of the online Notre Dame football fan base. And yes, that sounds as old as Yahoo.com subscribers. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's absolutely correct. But um, if you ever go look at this thing, it looks like a literal bulletin board. Not even, not even a, a 1989 message board, but like it, it might have thumbtacks in it. That might be what's holding this thing together. I it's think cool. It's, it's cool. Like, yeah, I, I feel it. I think it's really considerate that ND Nation sort of serves the purpose of like, okay, let's, you know, every every team has its stereotypes, but they're sort of scattered among different message boards and on Twitter and, you know, they're all over the place. But ND Nation was like, wait, what if we put them all in one one place where you can find them all? Just sort of quarantine everybody into that area specifically. It's It's just thoughtful. Indian Nation reminds me of when the AJC, the uh, the Atlanta newspaper, used to have this thing called the Vent. Spencer, do you remember this? I recall the Vent uh, with great initial fondness, and then remembering, oh, those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was it was like um, it was like egg avies taking over a portion of the newspaper every single day. Not even like letters to the editor, just. Send us, send us a tiny rant, and we'll throw it up un- unattributed. That's 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 Indian oh, God, I will say. Oh, when, yeah, when yeah. When we're was, talking. We're talking Southerners here. So when I was doing this week in Schadenfreude, Notre Dame was the easiest team to deal with because that was the there was almost no point checking anywhere else because whatever somebody at One Foot Down or Irish Illustrated, whatever it was, like Indian Nation would have them beat by a country mile. It was it was so it was the easiest part of that job, by far. Yeah, that and Hogville. Hogville, my favorite. Hogville, which is banned from Hogville, that's uh, an online community that is a badge of honor. Because man, banned banned from nothing sounds better. Like banned from ND Nation, ah, it's nothing. Banned from Hogville, man, they 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 banned you out of an entire city. Uh, the question I wanted to pivot to, because I can. We were talking about this. This is from uh, Stephen. Con at Stephen Con twelve. Are how excited are you about the prospect of a five and seven Notre Dame team touting its APR ranking to get a bolt bid? This would be funny. The, you know, um, but you know the, that's if, not what you know that's not what they'll do though. If the actual truth was not funnier and sadder, which is that a five and seven Notre Dame team offered a bowl bid, will turn it down because they think it's beneath them. Didn't they refuse Actually, a bowl bid when they were six and six once? They uh-huh. did. Um. I can think we can take this even funnier because I do not believe that their APR score would be good <laughs> enough to do that. Let's see. Uh, among FBS schools who might could use it, uh, Duke is first in line. Duke is just planted first in line. 
Uh, Georgia be, Tech. Can I get that? Be Duke one and zero versus Notre Dame this year, right? Yep. They also have the head to head. Hey, Stanford might need it, <clears throat> Ryan. Uh, UCF is a full eight points ahead of Notre Dame. Um, let's see, Navy. Not that they'll need it. They got that win over Notre Dame coming up. That'll get them bowl eligible. Uh, Nebraska, Michigan State might need it this year. There's another Notre Dame rival that's ahead of Notre Dame in the academic score. Missouri's ahead. Um, okay, well, they are tied with Kansas State, Notre Dame is, academically. So that could be a, a, a tough, tough battle between Notre Dame and Kansas State University to see who has the better academics. Wow. Is that, that's, that, yeah, that's... I was and to say, be fair, that's... APR is bullshit, but don't tell Notre Dame fans that. <laughs> oh, we, need, we, need to, we need to draw in quarter, Kelly. That's what they do in civilized quarters. It's what kings used to do. Kings! Back before this abortion, we called democracy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Y'all think we're making shit up. We have no, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I could do this all day. No, we don't make up a damn thing on here. Please don't. No, we've, please. We've we'll, never, we've, we'll, we'll release a, like a Criterion Collection episode of the Shutdown Fullcast that will just be you bashing Notre Dame for 98 minutes. <laughs> I but, think that's what this week is called. <laughs> it would be. It'd be, it'd be. it'd be called it'd be called Holy Ghost. My Notre Dame my Notre Dame diss track. Ninety minutes of Notre Dame diss tracks. Um Notre the, Dame uh, let's just talk about that game real quickly. Let's get it out of the way. Stanford plays at Notre Dame this this week. They get a night yeah. game on NBC. Uh, our our wonderful corporate partner. God, Watch this, this game. game. Yeah, this game. Tune, tune in, tune in to, for NBC content. Um, Christian McCaffrey may not play in this game because of injury, and initially you're like, "Oh, that's that spells terrible trouble for Stanford." Um, Christian McCaffrey hasn't done a lot for the Cardinal so far in games of import. Uh, you can listen to Jason and watch this game and enjoy all the commercials. Enjoy them twice potentially with DVR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm fine if you don't. Um, it ple- How about this? Y'all please watch this game so that we don't have to. That would be that's, great if you could fair. all if you could- support this podcast by enjoying NBC streaming. Here's content. what you do. Here's what you do. Watch this game and tweet at Spencer one and only one thing about it. It can be a, a funny thing you saw, an interesting play, a mistake somebody made, something you hated. But all of you, watch Notre Dame-Stanford, send Spencer on Twitter one thing about this game, and that no, will give no, him listen. the full experience. <laughs> y'all are helping y'all are... at, no, ED, no, at no. EDSBS. You, you need to help sell this, deleting my account. You every, need to help every, sell this. Because... Every dame should be sainted. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to regroup and sell this game for you. It's like a brisket. You just need to put it slow and low. Put it on a, on a second screen. Maybe a... Do you have a third screen? Like, do you have... Actually, you know what? Go out in the basement and find your find a fifth screen. Throw this game on there. Go retro. Oh. Go retro. Listen to this game on NBC Radio. Get one count? of them little... little, little uh, computer kits they make for kids we got mm-hmm. one of those for my daughter she doesn't care because it, it only played minecraft but the phone was better 
Minecraft on it. Get one of those and build a computer, and that, voila, you got a seventh screen for Notre Dame you, games. You can't just put this on the, the deep. You can't just put this in the deep fryer. You can't just put this in the hot oil of your big screen. No, a piece of meat this fine needs the tender love of your sixth screen. What you need to do. You need to go to Best Buy and put mm-hmm. this game on mm-hmm. the fridge with the TV screen in it. Oh, right, there, right. Bam. You got Notre Dame on your ninth screen. That's good. And well, you know what? Just just take it in. Just occasionally when you go to get more ice for your beverage, just well, look at that. Notre Dame Stanford on my fridge. But, but again, as you're watching this game, tweet Spencer one thing about it. Just one. NBC is going to get the weirdest data from this because they'll think, they'll go, wow. You know what? Like, we a lot, had of, like hop a on, lot of hop-ons for Stanford Notre Dame. We had like a 400% increase in fridge viewing. Now, of course, it'll be like, you know. Numbers at Circuit City are through the roof. There'll be like five people watching, right? Which meant that there was like, you know, roughly one person before. Yeah, it'll be weird. But you'll be cool. It's fine. Let's do another Go question. ahead and do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, which that's fine. Uh, I can't. That's the one we started with. That's how bad this week is. Um, that, I would that, like that inadvertent. I, that inadvertently answered the question. What's the most unwatchable remaining game we all thought would matter in August? That question from Arden McCormick at Arden Mac. So hey, we just tackled that one. Good job, everybody. Yeah, mm. yeah. We're talking about uh, the preseason Pac-12 favorite and preseason top ten Notre Dame. Yes, Notre Dame was in the preseason top ten. Go look at it. Yeah, but it's just no one expected. See, we no weren't, we weren't the only wrong ones in the preseason. No, no one expected this offense, though. No, no, a, yeah, yeah. It, 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 or this defense. It's. It, I mean, I don't. It, no one. No one expected this team defensively to do what it has done, which is just constant flames. It's just been on fire from the minute they rolled out. <laughs> no, no real improvement. No real. Uh, just, just horrible. Consistently terrible. My uh, our our guy Richard Johnson put up a post today on what Notre Dame can learn from some you know actual college football elites like blue buds blue blue bloods with really good records, um, and found that you know Notre Dame could learn how to run the ball by watching uh, Mike Leach, because Washington State has a better rushing offense than Notre Dame does. Um, could learn how to stop the pass by watching Indiana because Kevin Wilson has a better pass defense than Notre Dame does. <laughs> Like top thirty-five, they're they're really good on pass defense. Actually, Indiana, right? It's also, by the way, it's just a bad year for smart schools. It's not good to be smart in college football. That was cool for a couple of years. It's a bad year for nerds. Great one for big old. I don't want to use the phrase non-intellectual, but non-intellectual schools. <laughs> well, I mean, number one, we got number one Bama. We got number two. I ain't come here to play school. University. Um, which I say that with all affection and respect. Yeah, you're gonna you're, you're about to run into a lot of angry Michigan fans. So congrats. Oh, oh, <laughs> is that a good is that a good is school? It, is it is it, do they think they're a smart school or something? Mm. Is that a good school? Is that I, the kind I mean, of school I, people get tattoos up on their body randomly? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing you did for money. I did. I, I will do almost anything for money. Also, I will state. In the top ten, I think the smartest schools actually Texas A and M, and that's why they're insane. Um, that's why everyone at Texas A and M is absolutely insane. Uh, I'm going to pivot here. This question mm. comes from Jim Harbra at the Gax <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, his question, his or her question, I shouldn't assume. Which team in the top ten? Which team in the top ten or fifteen 
is straight trash, but just hasn't been found out yet. In, in the top ten? The top or, ten. Uh... The top ten or the top fifteen. Um. It's kind of tough. Well, um, to, this is tough to answer because if you're in the top ten or fifteen at this at this point in the season, you're probably not like unrepentant trash. But if I'm gonna go with somebody right now, I feel I feel I, I phew, Wisconsin. I don't know if you're actually yeah. good. Wisconsin yeah. right now see, yards yards per play on offense is behind mm. luminaries such as Duke. Oregon State and Charlotte. You know Charlotte, the did, team that's barely been an FBS school. Did They're they almost lose to Georgia State? They did. Did and, they? And would they? <laughs> did yeah. they beat an LSU that didn't have an offensive coordinator? Basically, did they beat a Michigan State that is maybe not very? Or did they? Or did they? Yeah, yeah. This is. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wisconsin's the most like. Wisconsin's the most likely one. I and also, it's not their fault. I mean, if they were ranked like 20th, we'd be like, yeah, this is a good season for Wisconsin. You know, they're just a little bloated right now, and Urban Meyer will do something about that for us. Cut, but yeah, they, cut but Urban they, Meyer's going to put you through cutting season. But they do have a quarterback whose last name is Hornybrook, so. <laughs> I can't, yeah, you've already won the year. Like, before you ever played a game. Yeah. I also feel like in the top 10 of the teams that, Oh, this is so difficult. Of the t- of the ones in here that might start taking a loss or two, or might be benefiting from the schedule, Washington is probably like. I want to say Washington might be a little overrated. Yeah, a little. But they're not going to have like, a lot of. There's not much left on the schedule to test that theory. Is the problem? For, well, let the record show. Spencer ranked Washington number one two weeks in a row. I did. I did. I think like to this point. Now the top whatever is of course about situational rankings, where you go, ah, you know. Week six, they're obviously the best team. They've had, like, the best year. That could change. I feel like this is a team that could still lose, like, like they could lose their... If they lose their bowl game really badly because they end up playing one of the monsters in the top, like, three, right? Or if they get in the, or if they get in the playoff, right? Like, if they blow through all this and they get in the playoff and then uh, a really young quarterback runs up against one of the season defenses of uh, Clemson, Ohio State, or Alabama, or Michigan, yeah. That could, that could be yeah. rough. That could be bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're quite playoff ready, but there's really nothing they're... on the schedule other than the Apple Cup or just Pac-12 weirdness. You know. Yeah, I feel, I, like, I feel like the AP. I feel like the AP is about right. You know, they're about five. That's probably about right. Sure, and sure. In terms of where they sit, but yeah, that's the team that, was, that that's the team that even I will admit. I probably have them like ah seven percent over. Yeah, they're they're not, but they don't qual- they don't they're not straight trash. No. No, no. There, I would never. I, I don't want to put the word trash there. If Wisconsin is the one who you're like mm, low key trash, Nebraska is the next one. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess that's. It's so hard to separate because Nebraska is definitely benefiting from every dumb bad thing that happened last year is not happening this year, and they're they're benefiting from it. Um, so I guess we are far. we are going to find out pretty quickly if they are trash or not because. Uh, if you look at their schedule so far, if you assume that Oregon's not that good, and I think that's fair at this point, they beat Northwestern, they beat Illinois. You know what? Western Michigan did that. So, and mm-hmm. and I don't know, but they got to play Indiana I, this week, and Indiana at least has a defense that will will determine uh, has the chance to decide that game. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that that's a that's that's a good game. Uh, by by sweet standards. Yeah. Let me give you a, a thought experiment that is really unscientific. 
like purely unscientific, okay? If you're looking at the top 10, the AP current top 10, Mm -hmm. which one of these teams can Western Michigan beat? (laughs) um, Wisconsin feels good for that answer. Not, not, and that's not because they're trash. It's more because they're very beat up at this point. Um, And the, this is the kind of thing where, you know how in, uh, in March Madness, there's always this question of like, well, what do you do with a team that, had a really good season, but lost its star near the end or something like that. Wisconsin is the example of team that rose all the way up to number eight on the strength in part of a very early win against LSU and beating a Michigan state team that at the time we thought was good. Um, they, they, they are just the weakest of this group. I think Tennessee is also interesting just because Tennessee will make a lot of mistakes and Tennessee is also just beat to hell right now. If I will say, I'll say this. If Tennessee had to play Western Michigan the week after playing Alabama, I would have very mm. mixed feelings about that game. Yeah. Body blow. Body and, blow. And I the like this. And, and I think this Tennessee team is good. That's that's It's not meant to really talk shit about either of those teams. It's just Western Michigan is a pretty feisty little team right now, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, situationally, you just don't want to face them, especially if you're coming off – Anything, anything brutal, like say, I don't know, playing in Alabama after you were already like deep into your depth chart due to injury. So, so just now, just a few. If you so if you want something fun, by the way, yeah, go look at the Mac stats. Go go like filter Mac conference statistical leaders, and just like try to find one or two things Western Michigan is not leading at. They're such an annoying valedictorian of that conference right now. Like we set the curve here. We set the curve again. <laughs> like every Matt, co- every Matt coach just has to despise PJ Fleck at the moment. Yeah, they're they're a good team. Congratulations. Uh, let, Do you want to? Should we talk Take- about Tennessee, Alabama, since we brought it up? Yeah, yeah get it over with. Okay. Um, yeah, Bama's gonna win. I'm sorry. Next. Mm. All right. Who's got a question? Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I. <laughs> Go ahead. I would like I would like the extremely half-assed proviso that I think Tennessee could have won this game, but de- defensively they just lost too much. Like I think offensively they can be a real challenge because Alabama allows big plays. Yes, they, they do. do. It's uh, yeah, they they're al- not. Yeah, they allow big passing plays, especially which that's not always what Tennessee has done with their current offensive system. But yeah, they, they'll let you they'll let you break a big one. Yeah, especially if the quarterback breaks a tackle or two, gets out and starts, you know, shaking defensive assignments loose downfield. Yeah, that'll happen. That's something that Josh Dobbs can do. So that that's just that's one thing. Like I think Tennessee could. I think this will be a pretty good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I really don't. I I have doubts only because I think I really don't know that Tennessee has faced a run defense like Alabama's so far. I don't think anybody has truly had to, has made Tennessee one dimensional on offense, and I don't feel great about I don't feel great about what they can do in that case, and that has that's more to do with their offensive coordinator than anything. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think based on based on what we've seen so far, Tennessee's going to put the ball on the ground about eleven times. Sure, and 
that works when you're playing App State. Bama's going to pick the ball up and run for a touchdown, which they've done in almost every game this year, scored a defensive I, touchdown. I could see some hilarious pick sixes. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick, if you didn't see, he had three INTs against Arkansas. Three for like 110 yards, including uh, a full run back for a pick six. Yeah, it, it, that's where things could get ugly here. They really could, especially because if you watch this Bama team, they're obviously still figuring a lot of things out, and they're still scoring in all three phases of the game. And that's that's so frustrating. It's it's like watching the most gifted athlete learn a new sport, and you know that they're not quite as good, but you're like, oh my god, they're picking this up so fast. Yes, it's like watching Tim Tebow play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he healed someone today. He went and healed that that man had a seat up. Uh, that man gazed upon Tim Tebow. And looking directly into the Lord's eyes, it was like when Moses went up on the mountain, that man just fell out. And then Tim Tebow brought that man back to life. And I assume the man saw great visions during his time out of his body. Uh, and, th- and then Tebow gifted some of his life force to that man. And now he has to remain a Mets fan, so he didn't really cure him of, of anything. But, but at least he's back with us. Are you asking me to be surprised that Tim Tebow locked it on one target and then started praying <sighs> and that's how we're you can email me you can email yeah. me at ryan nanny at <laughs> that's 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 deserved um next question this is from clefo uh, oh, i'm sorry clefo ain't a crime at clefo ain't a crime on twitter i saw an a&m bumper sticker layer on layered on top of a jesus fish on a car what does this mean theologically i got this one guys What's a and What's A&M's trademark? The twelfth man. Who was the twelfth apostle? Judas. Judas was an Aggie. Oh wow. shit! Uh, send send your emails to who, Ryan Nanny. At who, a, I don't and, know. And who and who who betrayed the Big Twelve and is causing all of the dissent and destruction besetting Colorado. them now? Colorado. Oh, Colorado, okay. man. All right. That's All right. who I blame it on. Right. We have um, SB Nation has a strong audience in the state of Texas, so I would like all those people to know that I blame everything on Colorado. I do. I blame the Buffs 100%. To hell yep. with them. Moving Colorado. on. <laughs> the best part about Colorado is that if you're outside of Colorado Springs and you're like, Colorado's Judas, they'd be like, Judas is an awesome name. He sounds like a rad dude. You're like, yeah, they'd be fine with it. They're like, whatever. We're not judgy. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Cool. Uh, the next question I would like to answer is from Kenny Wittenberg at Kenny, Texas. Remember, it's Colorado's fault, Kenny. By the way, Kenny, Kenny, we're <laughs> we got to talk, man, because your bio before I even get to this question, your bio is libertarian, political correctness, opponent, patriot, and irritant to libtards. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> oh man! And he's got a dog, Abby. What are you doing listening to us, man? Oh boy! He, I mean, you know I'm what? You know what? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Kenny fucking hates me. Fucking oh, hates me. <laughs> That's, I mean, maybe he has his reasons, but man, I mean, you're at the party, have some pizza, get a well, beer. But all right, let's let's maybe maybe, 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 maybe Kenny is keeping an eye on us for like subversive behavior. <laughs> maybe maybe he's at home all hopped up all those Alex Jones vitamins. <laughs> That's why right. he tuned in. All right, ask, vital ask, force, vital force, man pill. Got us feeling like a horse crossed with a centaur, crossed with a demon. 
<laughs> Isn't that just like a slightly bigger demon horse? <laughs> That's all it is. It's a demon horse on a demon horse. <laughs> Please ask his question. Oh! Can Alex Jones start a role playing video game where like all the monsters are designed by Alex Jones <laughs> and he's the narrator? And like. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, no, this... anyway, let, let's get Kenny's question in. <laughs> I want, I want, I want one. No, one more. I want one of those ninety style video games that you played, like on your, uh, on either your DVD where you'd have a board game, oh, but you yeah, would play a yeah. response, right? Cue it up, just because right. that means you would have like an entire DVD filled with just random Alex Jones cues, like wrong. Al- Alex Jones is basically the guy, <laughs> the guy who is trapped in all the books and missed. If you left him in there for an extra fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the really weird books yeah all he can do the entire time he's in there is bench press <laughs> and get mad <laughs> I love the vine I made of him just going <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then, then did someone take it and make like a rock song out of it didn't that happen yeah yeah they, they, cued, it, they cued it to a beat it was pretty hot um, alright what is Kenny's Kenny. question Man, Kenny, welcome to the party, dog. We, we, we welcome. Uh, will Baylor hire Suddy Dykes? And as a TCU alum, should I hope so? And yes, we are, but for now. Okay. That's good. So, uh, will bad. Baylor hire? No, will, will, will Baylor hire Sonny Dykes? Question. Yes. The first part of the question. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but, wait, not, but, but, surely, but surely Cal will make a game effort to retain his. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Cal. <laughs> Cal might not notice for a month. Cal's got a lot on his plate. I think Sonny. I think Sonny's going to show up to the Cal athletic department and be like, "All right, you know, let's talk renegotiation." I'm not sure this is going to work out, and they're going to be like, "Homie, we already turned off your email account. It's cool. (laughs) We shut off your water." Jeff Tedford back. Yeah, I don't know who Cal would get, but I Kyle Kyle Bowler said he'll do this job for minimum wage and a place to sleep. So. So, one and done, son. Bye. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sunny Sunny Dykes will probably take this job. He's you know originally from the state of Texas. Dad was longtime coach at Texas Tech, and Sunny Dykes just close enough to I think the, the the air raid lineage to work well within the state, but far enough away from anything Art Bryles to be a safe hire. So, yeah, I mean I think that could probably happen. Um, Except also this, as a TCU alum, should I hope so? I'm not real sure. Because I kind of think that, I don't know, Sunny Dykes in Texas, that's a better Sunny Dykes than Sunny Dykes in Cal. I think that's yeah. an easier sell. I think there's easier recruiting. I think he gets players in a little more easily. Not that it's that hard at Cal. That's a little overblown. But I don't know. This this seems like a team that would be a, they, they would be a pain in the ass. Cal's a, a pain in the ass to play, by the way. They just don't win. They're also a pain in the ass. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Meaning meaning they're an air raid team. I mean shit, that's kinda Kansas this Baylor. year. That's kinda Kansas this year too, so Yeah, so you just get an entire like like it's just another pain in the ass that you know. You Gary see, you Patterson thought I wasn't gonna, gonna like... do some Stanford shit, but I just compared Cal to Kansas. Fuck off, Cal. Woo. So is anybody in the Big Twelve ever gonna be good ever again? Because they all do the same offense. None of them play defense. And the only idea that anyone ever has, but and, you know, and it's and it's kind of the only thing, the only option that there is based on the state is. Oh, well, let's go get an air raid guy. I'll, t- I'll tell I'll tell you, like, I got your answer right here, Nebraska, because they're coming home. 
Oh, right. I forgot. I forgot. So when Colorado comes back. Yeah. Um, oh, Nebraska, and, and, Nebraska, Colorado. There's your Big 12 championship game for, you know, the next decade, probably. Man, Colorado would be pretty competitive. <laughs> I was going to say, man. Let me go. My time might be right to strike. <laughs> yeah. Boop. Come on home. You've been looking over the mountains. It's time to cast your eyes back east across the plains, Colorado. There's Turn no your back to there's, the flat irons and look that way. There's no shame in abandoning the Oregon Trail. It sucks. Why don't you rejoin? There's too many There's too many predators, literally, in the Pac-12. There's cougars and bears and stuff. Why don't you come back where you got longhorns and, and hardy farmers, right? Just and come multiple, on back. multiple gun mascots. I think, like, <laughs> three of them at least. <laughs> why, why, why take... Why take annual road trips to 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 Los Angeles and 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 North California Seattle. and Eugene and Seattle when you can go to Lubbock and Ames and Stillwater? Wait, why does yeah. why does why is the cyclone mascot a bird and why is he holding a sawed off? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be, why like, does the frog have a gun? The frog already has guns wait, in its the, eyeballs. The, the gun shoots the the frog shoots guns out of his eyes. What? No, it, no, it, they are guns. They are guns. They no, shoot no, no. water. They shoot streaks of blood. <laughs> nope. So nope, they're, they're, are... they're blood guns. Blood gun. That's, oh, man, that's so fucking metal. Why does West Virginia's mascot's gun have a gun? <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> you got a problem with that? I, I love that the Big 12 is just like a bunch of basically like violent freepers. That's it. This it's is this is, and this is why Cincinnati will never get in because they're like, "What's your mascot?" They're like, "Oh, it's kind of a weird zoo ant." Boo! Fuck zoos. <laughs> Harambe deserved it. What if like, what if they put what, what if they put like a little what if they put like a, a knife in the hand of the bear cat? The binter like knife. It had, it had to be it had to be a knife from like the twenty four hour knife channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, bringing a like knife a Dale Earnhardt memorial knife. Bringing a knife to a gunfight is a pretty sensey football thing. So. Oh, Tommy Tuber, Tommy <laughs> Tuberville. Like, I got you now. Tommy Tuberville, I am very excited for you to start calling games on the ACC network. By the way, bringing bring a knife to a gunfight I always thought was a really good idea because what's scarier than a dude who brings a knife to a gunfight, right? Like, if you miss, it's still a guy with a knife, and my aim's not that good. Yeah, like, uh, should we shoot him? I don't know. We might make him mad. <laughs> oh, see, I, I just assumed that I just assumed that was the way to get out of the gunfight. To be like, oh, you said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't. Shit, I forgot my gun. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to just do this later, or? Okay, I'll go home and get it. Like I like sh- that when it, it's like any any relationship breakup or, or coach replacement or anything, you go for the total opposite of what you had before. The Big 12 lost Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, and replaced it with Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you got hills, sure. Sure. Uh, that's yeah. about it. They both like um, uh, Listen, intoxicants. People, people, of, in, people, in Boulder, people in Boulder like hiking for exercise, and people in Morgantown like hiking to evade the feds. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, sometimes Stady's out there too. Let's not not win our law enforcement opponents. Um, Gotta keep your eyes open for. They might be your cousins, but they ain't your friends. Uh, here's all right. I want to ask this question from Jim at JTP twenty one oh six on Twitter. Do you think Harbaugh was trying to hang a hundred on Rutgers just to get a free steak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, the man buys pants at Walmart. So, yeah. I mean, what's wrong? Again, Midwestern thrift. What's wrong with that? That's that's totally, yeah. Definitely doing it for free steak. What is more B1G than a steak special? Free steak? Eaten, I think if, if you're in cheap pants. I think <laughs> there's probably part of Jim Harbaugh that wants to make the Outback Bowl even though it's not the college football playoff just so he can just so he can go to town on some outback at the team dinner like, there's th- there's a thing like 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 men who are old enough to be our parents i guess children of of great depression uh, people who people who were alive during that there's this thing where like there's this complete shamelessness about restaurant promotions like like <laughs> like my dad, whenever there's any sort of a Chick-fil-A promotion, he will milk that fucker, all every fucking chicken biscuit he can out of it. He will pile them in the fridge, have them for breakfast for the next month. Um, he'll have them in the freezer if he has to. But there, there, there's something about men about 50 to 60 years old where any any possible restaurant discount, they're going to hack the shit out of it. So I completely believe that Jim Harbaugh was trying to get this to the point where Ruth's Chris would have to pay him to eat their steak. I mean, my, my grandfather used to be a special at the Bonanza Buffet between 5 and 7, and we were there at 4.58. And we were there until like 6.58. Like, Yeah. Old dudes, old dudes will and dads will totally destroy every possible. Well, and then and then the flip side of discount they can get. Then the flip side is if it, this is maybe more of a grandpa thing. I had a grandfather who we tried to take him out to a nice pizza dinner at one point, and he complained not to us but to the waiter about how how much cheaper and bigger the pizzas at Costco were. <laughs> <laughs> got a, got a point. They are larger, ain't they? I'm, I'm, I'm really behind it because at Costco, the amount of calories you can get for six dollars is tremendous. <laughs> value, value. Um, you'll under, you'll come to understand. You'll come to understand this more as your dadhood creeps deeper and deeper just, into your flesh. Oh right? yeah, let's let's go to Richard's question now, since it's dad related. Okay. The, the 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 table is set. Uh, Richard Johnson, a colleague who has appeared on this program recently, says, since it's dad cast, RJ writes is the handle, by the way, um, what college football coach is each of your children most like? Um, I can go first. Sure. Yeah, you should. I I need a second. So, all right. So thought about this for, thought about this for a little bit. Um, we're going to go young, uh, super energetic, um, meticulously overprepared, like freaks people out a little bit. Kind of weird, but once you come around, you know, every, everybody likes her, pretty popular. Um, way better at stuff than she should be. Um, and a pretty good dancer. Uh, my, my kid is PJ Fleck. Also mm. likes boats and horses. That's good. That's a good one. And like, I, I sound like I'm bragging, but I, I feel like that's an honest assessment as a uh, as a non-neutral uh, uh, observer okay um oh. my kid is so my kid is brand new and like the the milestones right now are almost non-existent it's pretty much just survival is the prime directive and i can't i can't say with any authority that my child likes me at this point and i'm not sure how, and i'm sort of just learning to live with that um, and so I think that my child 
unfortunately, is Kirby Smart. <laughs> Similar hairstyles at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. All, well, Ryan, your your kid, okay, so um, doesn't do a whole lot, right? But people really like it, and uh-huh. it makes them smile and laugh. So, like South Carolina Steve Spurrier. Sure, I'm fine with that too. Mm. Yeah, that's good for multiple. Because you know what, you know what, my kid is not going on a recruiting trip. No chance. Hell no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I got one who is uh, extremely active, prone to speaking very quickly, and the occasional yelling outburst, and is uh, gonna be real smart, but uh, sometimes feels like he's gonna fly out of the booth or off the sideline. I need a little help here. I'm trying to find just the right because I feel the one I, I, I feel like you're that might be Jim Mora. Yeah, Jim Mora's a good There's one. There's a little bit also, of Jim Mora. Yeah, yeah, either that or uh, Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Because I did actually think when Jimbo Fisher, if you did not see this, when Miami fans were pelting the uh, pelting the field with garbage, right? In a scene which I think any other reasonable person would have gone. Oh, let's give these people some time to clean up and I'll just chill for a minute, right? And maybe talk with my team. Jimbo Fisher is over grabbing the ref going, did you see that? That's probably a, fi- that's a 15 yarder, right? You should call that. <laughs> you should call that. One for every piece of refuse. There are rules. That's not fair. Yeah, that's my old. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Strict environmentalist Jimbo Fisher. 150, 165, 180, 195. The yards just keep coming. Yeah, that's my that's my eldest. And uh, let's see. I I, I, youngest... I have a theory on your youngest. Go ahead. Go so ahead. your your youngest, I feel like, is impressed by almost nothing, uh, and mm-hmm. is very is very somber, and has like a quality to him where you could tell me he his, his spirit was any age, and I would believe it. And mm-hmm. uh, and for that reason, I think your youngest is Mark D'Antonio. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, that's that's true. Yeah, completely. But occasionally, just like gets buck out of nowhere, right? Right. right. Yeah, that's that's definitely like yeah. Because my eldest isn't really a dancer, but the youngest, who obviously who seriously handles himself like a Russian pensioner who has seen things, right, for eighty percent of the day, right? Like, hey, were you in Afghanistan? We we will not talk about it. Like that's many things. Many things were in Afghanistan. Many things were in Afghanistan. <laughs> it's a terrible country. Never <laughs> like that's like seventy to eighty percent of the time, if you were just looking at him without talking to him, yeah, that's what you would think. And then you'll put on like, if you put on like, you know, "Lean with It," "Rock with It" by Dem Franchise Boys, he's like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, he he actually like has moves. Uh, yeah, that's a really good call. Mark D'Antonio is my youngest son. Thank you. Um, I guess we should break to talk about a game again now. Sure, sure. I would like to. I would like to discuss what I think is one of the most fascinating games. That would be Ohio State Wisconsin because I sort of think this is the game where uh, you see Ohio State. They're going to get an unfair shake in this game, no matter what happens, because I think this is a team that can make Ohio State look really bad offensively because they make everyone look bad offensively. 
and it'll be some low-scoring drag of a game, and everyone will say, well, what's wrong with Ohio State's offense? And the answer will be Wisconsin's defense. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, JT Barrett's amazing. They run the ball really, really well and have all year long. They have a great defense. Uh, Wisconsin has a great defense. That means that Ohio State wins, but they're going to look like shit doing it. They're going to okay? feel bad. Yeah, people are going to feel bad. They're going to feel bad. It'll be like some 21-10 game, and no one will be happy watching it, right? It's like eating a whole box of taffy. It's like it takes forever, and it, the effects linger, and you just, you're just you just, oh, why did I do this? Who could who could even eat a piece of taffy? I can't even <laughs> fathom. Like the, the, the one thing to watch here is will Ohio State do better than the 14-7 that Michigan did? Because it feels like these two, every single week, we can sort of plot their scores and compare them against each other. And it's like, oh, shit. Uh, Michigan did way better against Rutgers than Ohio State did. Uh-oh. Boy, that's embarrassing for you, Ohio State. Um, so, yeah, so seven points is your mark to top. It is on the road, so maybe we'll take it down to maybe take it down to four. But still, that's, well, that's, that's kind of pretty close there. Yeah, the, I mean, I just, this just feels like the game where everyone will realize that Wisconsin is probably a three-loss team, and this is also the game where everyone will go, but Ohio State only scored twenty-one points. Don't look at that. Don't look at look at who you're fighting. Who this is the styles styles make fights. This will be an ugly, ugly game. It'll also be in prime time, so everyone gets to complain about it. But don't. It'll be fine. Ohio State knows this is just going to be a submission fight. They're kind of built for that right now. They're pretty much a run, like run first offense. And if you look, their run to pass ratios, they've been nuts. They've been like 60, 40, 65, 35 or, or heavier in terms of in terms of the run. And that's great because they'll need it against Wisconsin. This game's going to be slow. Is this the last is the last time these two teams played each other in yeah, it was the twenty fourteen Big Ten Championship game. Uh Barry Alvarez huh. special Barry Alvarez special. So as long Barry as Wisconsin as long as Wisconsin only gets beat by fifty eight, improvement. Improvement. Headed in the right direction. That would be got great. This, got this thing turned around. Yeah, that's that's probably this feels like this is the regular season. This this feels this feels like with a week of preparation and travel. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be delicious fiber heavy Big Ten football. So like you know, it's it's easy to say. Oh, I don't know how Ohio State's gonna score all that much on Wisconsin, but I, I really don't know how Wisconsin's gonna score on on Ohio State. So Wisconsin, I mean, you know, Ohio State. If you get to twenty points, okay, you win. Pretty much. Like, first to 20, this game's over. Do we have a reader question? Oh, boy, we do. I've got one that I wanted to answer. Like, this is one of my, okay, we have to do this one, which is from at Pollo underscore Picante. Andrew Weibel? We'll call it Weibel. Go with that. Which school that currently does not have a live mascot should have one on the field? Mmm. Mmm. Does does can we use humanoids for this? Like, uh, what I want to know is, can Arizona uh, State the, have a have a literal sun devil? Yeah, what, whatever I mean, they that could is. Have a li- yeah, you could have a literal sun devil. The one I was going to suggest was the Indiana Hoosiers, so they could just have God. like a guy from Indiana out there. <laughs> Just some, just some guy. Just, I, I actually would no prefer one. it if it was just like a, a VHS copy of the movie, just sitting on the field. 
Hackman was amazing in that movie. <laughs> Barbara Hershey is it, a goddess. It, it's sad how excited they would get over that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dotting the eye. Someone walks out and places it there. Mm-hmm. And then someone else walks out and picks it up. And then they put it on the Jumbotron. No one watches the game. Yeah, and this is a touchy subject right now, of course, because LSU is going to decide whether they get another Tiger. And, you know, having a Tiger in captivity, that's kind of a dicey weird thing, especially if you don't have a zoo. Like, there's no zoo at LSU. No, there's, there's a way there's to, like... A tiger, there's just a Tiger habitat. Yeah, just like... Now, seriously, the Tiger, which has a nicer house than any of us, really, like it does. Yeah. But it's a wild animal, and it's, like, being kept alone. Not that Tigers are super social, but still, it's just sort of sitting there. And that's a little weird, and there's probably going to be some debate over whether they do it again. I, I like prefer- what you're saying. LSU should have five tigers. I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm always torn between, ah, dude, tigers are badass, and I don't know if you should keep it, but a tiger. <laughs> I know what the rational thing should be, but tiger. Addition- additionally, I think that in terms of having a live mascot, where they already do not have a live mascot. Oregon, duck on a leash. Yes, duck on a leash hard. is a great call. Great call. Duck, yeah. duck, the duck drives out a tiny motorcycle, like Tuttle's <laughs> does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that would be good. Uh, has Maryland believe... has Maryland ever had a live a live terrapin? <laughs> just just the, just they the have idea. A statue. Just the idea of like a a a. a tortoise sitting there ugga like unmoving and sort of <laughs> and sort of just Uggle-like refusing to get off of his belly <laughs> just slowly eating some lettuce as maryland i don't know loses to michigan by 30 points or something but yeah the best thing about that is during a big 10 game you could just put it in the end zone but un- <laughs> but, un- but unlike ugga, yeah. but unlike ugga this mascot will live for like 130 years yeah it's the opposite of ugga in that way it's so yeah, efficient you want a mascot, you can you can get real attached to. Also, Georgia Tech, I always thought just having like a horde of bees, just, just throw them out there. <laughs> Ow! This is a terrible idea. Get some yellow jackets. They'll be fine. Here's a sad question. This question comes from Brian Smith at Smith Brian A. Does Kentucky have a chance in hell of making a bowl? What? Um, this year? Yeah. Uh, uh, so the, here's the good news: they will not be derailed from that this week because Kentucky's not playing this week. So they got that. No, going I wouldn't for go them. that far. Okay, let's not <laughs> let's not be too sure here. <laughs> okay, Kentucky can find a way to lose anything. Um, Kentucky. I'll pull up the remaining schedule because I'm a sad, stupid man. Wow, this is a waste of time. That's all this podcast ever is. Uh, Kentucky's next next game, they host Mississippi State, who Mississippi State really does not look very good this season. And, and understandably, they lost a quarterback who looks really good as a rookie in the NFL um, and is arguably the best player in school history. They So, so they're going to get a very weak Mississippi State. They go to Missouri. Missouri has also not shown a lot this season. If they win both of those, that gets them to five, and then they beat Austin P. That gets them to six. So I think they can still do it. Um, I don't think they're beating Tennessee, even with as beat up as Tennessee is right now. They're definitely not beating Louisville. 
Uh, if Kentucky beats Georgia, that will be deeply hilarious to me for reasons that I think if you listen to this podcast, you already know. Huh. Yeah, that, that's I, that's a better case than I would have um, made my myself. So, good job, yeah. Ryan. Thank you. I think that I think that this being a cruel world, that Mark Stoops gets close to six wins but loses it in tragic fashion. So, I'm going five and seven. So he's losing to Mizzou, is what you're telling me. Oh yeah. Okay. There's no chance. No okay. chance they win that game. Okay. That, none. That'll be decided, and that'll be decided on some bullshit. That'll hurt you watching it. Good. You'll watch it and go, oh, Kentucky. Damn. Good. Good. I, I, I thought I had a heart, and now I don't. Oh, Kentucky, you needed, a field, you needed a field goal to win, and you were at the 17, and you threw the ball on second down. What the hell? Uh, yeah, that's that's how it's going to happen. Uh, do, is there another game you actually want to talk about this week before we jettison the idea of talking about football at all? Um, Ole Miss-Arkansas is a ranked game. So there's that, but based on based on Arkansas's complete inability to play defense at this point, and I will have a little something on this on this uh, the four million dollar men for this week. I recently compared uh, Arkansas's defense to Notre Dame's, so that's promising. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's. I am a little bit interested by uh, UNC Miami just because these yeah, are two. T- these are two teams that were on like really good trajectories recently and both sort of stumbled hardcore. Uh, but the sort of weird secret that is that, that that's behind this is whoever loses this game is is potentially just out of the running in the coast altogether because Virginia Tech Virginia Tech looks really good and they're 2-0 in conference, 4-1 overall. Uh, in their two conference games VC is giving up three points on defense. I just have a number of games I would like to point to that have potentially painful, embarrassing upsets built into it where I still don't think anyone wins. Are you ready for a quick rundown of these? <sighs> Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. It, no, it's worth it because you'll start laughing. Okay. Oh, you'll laugh. Okay. Are you starting Deeply. with Iowa at Purdue? You're damn right I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, God, we're, we're fucking predictable. Wait, who's favored? <laughs> oh, the line is Iowa by 12 and a half. Okay. Iowa Are you serious? By yeah, and it's at Purdue, and Purdue just won a conference game. And this is an Iowa team that, at 4 and 2 and 2 and 1 of the Big Ten, probably pleasing, but still relatively underwhelming, especially given what they did last year. And given the massive contract extension they signed, remember it's about long term. It's not about it's short about, term. It's about long term. Um, if yeah, Purdue okay. beat Iowa, I would, um, I would probably just take the week off. I, I, uh, I, I feel like you'd put Purdue I, in in your top whatever at that point. Yeah, I'd put him one. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out Iowa almost lost to Rutgers. And Iowa, Iowa, Iowa almost lost to Rutgers and Minnesota. They, they, who ah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so there's there's one that I find extremely funny. Okay. okay? Great. Hey, great. there's undefeated. There's an undefeated four and team out there. Well, Virginia, who somehow I don't know took a couple of weeks off. Just getting around to. <laughs> well, just we're hey, we're listen, not in a big listen, hurry. Listen, I make I make the minimum payment on my schedule. All right. I don't care about interest. Is Bucks? Is it Bucks season? <laughs> We're one of them throwback teams. We play like a nineteen twenty five schedule. We're only we gonna went, play about we, seven games. We went se- we went six one and one. 
We don't we don't have ties anymore. Fuck you. We played U of Chicago and Centenary. I mean, that's it's a tight schedule, y'all. We, we beat uh, Iowa. We, we beat Iowa pre-flight. They played. We, we, they we play. took a train around the South and played like seven games in four days. <laughs> how good. the hell did How the hell did you play the Dolphins? How the hell did you beat the Dolphins? Gave the boys some whiskey and cigarettes. They were good. Yeah, they just. This is really me saying that they're playing at Lubbock at noon. So, oh my god. Uh, anything, oh. Literally anything could happen. I mean, Texas Tech will probably lose. But uh, just also wanted to point out, West Virginia, they've only played four games so far, and I think that's awesome. Play less football. It's a, it's a hard sport. Um, Another game where upsets would be, uh, I'm 1230 in Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia Southern plays Georgia Tech, <laughs> and Georgia Southern could totally win this game. Jesus. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, that's that's. I don't even know if that'd be an upset. Moving further down the uh, specious, do it, specious do it. possible upset do that it. would be immensely hilarious. Do it. Do it. It's yeah, at three thirty. Right. It's staring at you. Do it. Is it? Th- no, it's at three thirty. It's it's in Tallahassee, Florida. Just yes. Stadium. <laughs> that would be because I will give you their records, and you tell me which one it is. One team is five and one, and two and one in the ACC, and the other one's one and two in the ACC, and is four and two. Guess which one's Wake Forest? The one with the better record. Nothing, nothing on this Saturday would be funnier than if Wake Forest repeated their epic upset of Florida State by doing it again in Dope Campbell Stadium. And this is the tenth anniversary of thirty to zero. I'm telling you, stars, stars, stars aligning. This is how Dave Clawson gets that USC job. <laughs> Jesus, Art, it's the ghost of the ghost of Arnold Palmer. That's <laughs> they just they smiling um, down from above. Let's yep. okay. So let's be fair. If we're also talking about upsets, that would be deeply hilarious to people who have no actual investment in the game. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. If Missouri goes into the swamp and beats Florida, with Florida getting an inadvertent week's rest, um, yeah, that'd be pretty fucking funny. I'm not. Yeah, we just be. We just be. We just be sleepy. That's all. <laughs> I think that would be just one big ball. Don't lie. I would also. I would also like this because I think immediately at this point. Tennessee would be like, well, yeah, we don't care if they play the LSU game. It doesn't matter to us anymore. Yeah, actually, that's fine. Never mind. Whatever, no. whatever. They can skip you know, over that's one. good. We don't care how scared you are. That's totally cool. That's fine. Uh, and then the the final game that I will point out for hilarious possible upsets, if you are looking down the schedule, um, that would be Tulsa at Houston, because I'm going to be there, because I'm writing a story on Houston. And oh, if Houston boy, lost that, another game... Yeah, that's, a, that's not the like, seven o'clock game I thought you were going to go with. No, oh no, there's another one where I would not be surprised at this point. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure based on don't recent history if it's an upset, but don't Texas, Texas, are you going to score no. on Iowa State this year? Oh no! <laughs> the line, by the way, seems like such a sucker's bet given how Iowa State's played the last couple of weeks. They're zero three in conference, but they have played Baylor tight, right? Um, Played, who else did they take to the wire? They played TCU tight, I believe. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And in kind of a middling to mediocre Big 12, uh, here comes Texas. <laughs> who, by the way, also winless in conference. I'm so sorry. It was, it was, it was Oklahoma, Oklahoma State they played tight. TCU TCU whooped them, but that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the way, uh, I think they lost by a smaller margin than Texas did to Oklahoma State. So. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah, cool. And I don't care. It's in the the drastic home field advantage of Austin, which doesn't exist. So, cool. Good luck. Good luck, Charlie. So sorry, dude. 
And that's all I have in terms of potential embarrassing upsets. I'd only also point out that UCLA plays Washington State. If you if you want to watch, if you want to watch the battle of something's got to give here, which is probably UCLA because I don't know if they're going to have Josh Rosen. He's probably not going to play this game, right? Um, Jim Harbaugh sent out a tweet while we were recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a vo- it's a photo of him at Roast Chris. There's a stake in front of him. And there is what appears to be, and granted, it's a white tablecloth, so maybe I'm wrong. There's a big fucking glass of milk with that steak. And like a goblet. Yeah. Like a like, like a <laughs> like a like a suburban pimp cup. Like a goddamn chalice of milk. <laughs> God. What does that man's lymphatic system look like? 